When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the mayor of PHNX, and I am joined by my vice mayor, the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Another day, another dollar, Derek. Let's do it. Talking talking baseball. There's no more exciting sport in America right now than the sport we cover every day. That's the reality of it. So we're, we're here to live the dream, Derek. <laughs> I know you're full of shit right now, but I really appreciate your enthusiasm. I'm trying. I'm trying. I appreciate it. Uh, this show is brought to you, of course, by the fine folks over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's a wonderful time to do so. If you are a new customer, you're going to make some money. Uh, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use our code of PHNX. And in honor of Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. And also by betting just $5 with our code of PHNX, you will win $280 in free bets should your team be victorious. Don't forget also about the hammer, the over promotion, where we can all bet on the over for the Patriots versus the Bills game. And the point total will lower by half a point. Let's smash that over all the way down to zero so we all win some money. Get on DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's the perfect time to do so in honor of the start of the NFL playoffs. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Jesse, uh, so much to talk about as so we much. count down as we count down the minutes and the days to MLB and the owners uh, meeting with the union for the first time since the lockout, which will happen uh, today. Actually, today uh, today is. Thursday when this podcast is being posted and we are absolutely going to have some news by this evening's live show but yes. for now we're left to wait and we're left to hear about another free agent who is no longer on the market not because he got picked up because obviously those things aren't happening right now <laughs> he's no longer on the market because he has retired from the sport of baseball the great starting pitcher John Lester is hanging him up after quite a illustrious career that started back in 2006, 15 wow. years in or 16 years now in the bigs. So uh, hats off to John Lester uh, joins a couple of other guys who I guess you can't really say these guys hung it up early. I guess what you could say, he joins several others, including Buster Posey and Kyle Seeger as guys that seemed like they still had something left to give the sport of baseball. Yeah. Right. They they were still competing at a high level. It wasn't like they were kind of fizzling out, uh, but they're kind of going out on top. John Lester had a, I mean, just an incredible major league career all in all. He was a five time all star. Uh, and you're right. Uh, I mean, he certainly is is not the pitcher that he once was and, and hasn't been for several years, but he's still been a totally serviceable major league starter. Right. Um, 
uh, this past season with the uh, with the Nationals and the Cardinals. He made 28 starts. He pitched a pretty full season. He had a 4.71 ERA, uh, so certainly not uh, not what you're used to seeing from uh, from John Lester. He had 91 strikeouts and 141 in the third innings. Uh, which is one of the lower strikeout rates you'll find in baseball. But he's John Lester, right? I mean, he is, uh, I don't want to say uh, quite to the level of Granky uh, when it comes to, the, you know, this finesse brand of pitching where you're able to, to get outs uh, even when you, you know, you don't have big time stuff. But he's kind of along those lines. I mean, his cutter sure. has been uh, a timeless, a timeless pitch uh, throughout his, uh, his entire career. So uh, yeah, nothing but good things to say about about Lester and, and the career he had. And what stands out to me more than anything, Derek, is his postseason pitching. Uh, this guy was just a monster throughout his career in the playoffs. He won three rings altogether, um, and he was very good in the playoffs. I think he made 22 starts, uh, and he had a 251 career ERA in the postseason, which is uh, which is a pretty impressive figure for him. So. Um, so yeah, big, big day for John Lester. And to me, out of the, out of those three guys, Seager and Lester and, and Posey, I think Lester is probably the one that I, I might've expected the most. I mean, you know, he's 37 at this point. Uh, he's been here for 16 years, as you said. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's really what it comes down to is he, uh, he definitely has, uh, a, a great career and he's been in baseball long enough that I'm not. Uh, I'm not worried necessarily about his uh, him hanging it up. I just think, uh, you know, uh, this entire situation obviously uh, has not helped uh, with guys uh, yeah. making making a decision to to stay in baseball. I'm sure if anything, this entire situation has made them may maybe maybe lose their love for the game a little bit. Maybe make that decision to walk away just a little bit easier. So. Sure. Um, I, I I don't know. I can't really put that on him, but at the same time, uh, it makes me wonder about our very own Madison Bumgarner, Jesse. You know, he's mm. getting up there in age. He's getting up there as far as his career goes. And uh, as you alluded to prior to us starting this podcast, this might be the, this might be the end of the road for him once this contract with the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, has come and gone. Yes, three years left, right? I mean, that's a, that's a pretty substantial amount of time. Uh, three years from now, Madison Bumgarner will be 35 years old, and he will have pitched 16 years in the majors, right? And, I mean, John Lester, uh, he's retiring after uh, 16 years as well, the exact same number of seasons in the majors. Uh, Bumgarner will be a little younger, like I said, 35, but he also started his career at the age of 19, uh, which not that many guys do. And I think that's the reason that a lot of people look at Bumgarner as a guy who uh, who has kind of been uh, maybe hit a, a, a bump in the road in his career a little sooner than some people uh, would have expected, right? We've seen Max Scherzer and Zach Granke and some of these other guys pitch well into their 30s and still be excellent. But Bumgarner got into the league so early that he's already, you know, over 2000 innings in his career. And at a certain point, you've just, you've just been in the league for so long that, uh, you know, you start, you start to run out of, out of gas in the tank. And uh, we're hopeful that Madison Bumgarner won't, uh, won't stay that way. Uh, you know, hopefully this season is a bounce back for him and uh, he's able to, to do some things here in Arizona before his tenure is over. 
but yeah, I mean, three more seasons, you have to think it'll at least be something that he'll have to consider. And I wouldn't be surprised to see it because not only does Madison Bumgarner, I'm not going to say he has uh, kind of peaked, you know, but I think the bigger thing with him is that he has other interests, right? I, I don't yeah. blame a guy like well, him. He doesn't have any. Madison Bumgarner is a major league pitcher oh. through and through. Mason Saunders, Forgive on the me. other hand, has Forgive many me. other interests. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, Mason Saunders is a big time cowboy and, uh, he doesn't have time for this crap. You know, he's got stuff to do. So, yeah, no, right. I wouldn't. I, 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 again, wouldn't be surprised to see it at all. Wouldn't be surprised to see it at all. But uh, will it be interesting to um, see if, you know, mostly, I think at this point, if, if the rest of his career can be a valuable one where he walks away on top in the same way that his former teammate Buster Posey was able to leave the game yeah. still at a point where he was one of the better players at his position and he's still uh tipping his cap and walking away into the sunset uh on a high note right instead of buster posey was was another level i mean he i mean he basically had not the best season of his career last year but like one of the few best seasons of his career so yeah in my mind buster posey was basically at the top of his game and and that's kind of why it was it was so surprising that he left uh you know so so quickly in his giants career yeah, and uh, yeah, again, it's it's also a team that did very very well this season and and got yeah. very close to winning a World Series. The one thing I wonder is, you know, do do you walk away before an even near an even numbered year has a chance to come and go? <laughs> that does. Uh, that's a, that's a great point. I hadn't thought about that. That that might be the most puzzling part of Buster Posey's decision <laughs> is that it came before an even numbered season, right? Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Um, but again, I, I hate, I hate to harp on this so strongly, you guys, but the DraftKings Sportsbook app, this deal that they have this weekend for NFL, uh, playoff weekend is just nuts. And like I, I said yesterday, I've been reading these for a while, but, uh, if you have not signed up yet, and I understand how some people might be apprehensive, maybe you weren't interested, maybe you weren't. Uh, uh, into the initial offers, or maybe you maybe you just didn't get a chance to get on on them, and now here you are thinking you know that the best offers for new customers have come and gone. Not the case, my friends. Not the case. Uh, the NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a gigantic offer. Uh, counting down to Super Bowl Fifty Six, new customers can get fifty six to one odds on any wild card team to win their game. You bet just $5 or more, and you'll win $280 in free bets if your team's victorious. So you're getting the 56 to 1 odds. You're betting $5 or more. You're getting the $280 in free bets. You're getting your payout for your win at 56 to 1. And you have all these free bets left. You take the money, put the money maybe in your pocket. Maybe you go take someone you love out to dinner. Maybe take me. I don't know. Maybe for telling you about this offer. I'd accept that in a heartbeat. If you want to go have a lovely pizza dinner for two on you um i'm available dm me but uh you can take that money and do what you want with it because you are going to walk away a winner uh again if your team is victorious uh, you bet just five dollars and win 280 dollars in free bets uh and using our code of phnx also customers can get in on the DraftKings hammer the over promotion every 5,000 betters who take the over for saturday night's patriots versus bill game lower that point total by a half a point let's smash it 
smash that over. Let's get it down to zero. So far, the hammer the over promotion has hit zero every time DraftKings has run it. So betters won once a single point was scored. Let's all get in on it and drive that hammer the over promotion. Let's get that over down to zero. Uh, again, our code is PHNX for that $200 in, $280 in free bets by betting just $5 on any team to win. Uh, that's promo code PHNX. 21 and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem. Dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. All right. Well, Jesse, I was uh, looking at the MLB news and our friends over at Bleacher Report put together a list of the worst contracts in each MLB team's history. And not to my surprise... Uh, they named starting pitcher Russell Ortiz. Russ Ortiz. Probably shouldn't call him Russell. Probably doesn't like that. <laughs> Russ Ortiz. Uh, they named his four-year, $33 million contract as the Arizona Diamondbacks' worst contract in team history. Obviously, we've discussed that. We had an entire episode dedicated to Russ Ortiz and his terrible, yes. terrible time here. Yeah, in he got he got his own episode of the podcast. He that's did. How, he did. How bad the contract? Hey, is. <laughs> you think you think that's a good thing? Uh, but it's never a good thing to have your own episode of of this podcast, basically named after you. It's usually not uh, the best uh, thing, unless you're Jeff Bannister, because he's that's that's uh, fair. Or Brent yeah. Strom. We've had we've Brent had uh, glowing reviews of Brent Strom a number Absolutely. of times. But in the words of Jay-Z, Jesse, uh, please allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is mm-hmm. Yaz Mani, and I still believe in my heart of hearts that Yasmani Tomas's contract, which we have yet to cover and will definitely dedicate an entire episode to for that terrible, terrible deal, is still the worst contract in Arizona Diamondbacks history. You could mm. argue very much for the Russ Ortiz deal. One thing that we covered in talking about Ortiz was that uh, he was signed for four years, but he did not even finish half of that. Uh, he made it through a season and a half, essentially, before the Arizona Diamondbacks parted ways with him, uh, thus paying him the rest of his contract. And that really is what's I think, solidified it as one of the worst contracts. Uh, if his performance was just bad throughout, at least you would have gotten your four years worth out of him. They did get all six years worth of Yosmani Tomas, but most of it was <laughs> in the minor leagues. Uh, Yosmani Tomas's $68.5 million contract. Um, he played in 309 total MLB games uh, in four of those six years that he was signed to the Diamondbacks. Uh, interesting, Jesse, when I started to uh, do a little bit of research for this piece, I started to run into some old articles uh, mm. from when um. Tomas was signed. And you talk <laughs> about freezing cold sports takes. Oh, some no. of the stuff. <laughs> what did I say, I Derek? <laughs> oh, Jesse. <laughs> oh, you were the top offender. No, I'm joking. Most of the quotes were actually from Tony LaRusa and Dave Stewart at the time. Uh, even yeah. Chappelle. Uh, they solidly believed in this guy. Some of the comparisons to some of the top hitters in the league were just absurd. I don't know really what was going on here with this contract and this entire situation. And I wonder if someday we'll get some sort of information on it. Now, again, you could argue... Uh, that Yasmani Tomas still didn't, maybe wasn't as bad 
as the Russ Ortiz deal, but was it? I don't know. They didn't come that far after each other for yeah. the Yasmani Tomas deal to be, you know, over double uh, the the amount that it, that that the Russ Ortiz cost, cost, deal cost them. Um, Russ Ortiz did start at least a reasonable number of games, whereas you know Tomas played in you know two seasons worth, and not even two full seasons, right? Yeah, three hundred nine games. I, I just don't know. I don't know what the answer there is. It might just be a push between those two really bad contracts. Uh, I, I will say, though, that the reading, the quotes, reading some of the articles from, uh, you know, six years ago or however long ago it was when, when he was first signed, uh, I, I can't help but feel like people were being sold a bill of goods on that guy. You know, yeah. I, I totally understand the concept of being really impressed by his hitting and what he was doing in a Cuban league that was highly regarded, but I cannot help but wonder what people were really thinking about giving this man nearly $70 million uh, guaranteed, guaranteed money just here and then go off and be the king of Reno, Nevada, you know, go run that town. Oh gosh. Yeah, this is a I I don't know where where I stand between the two. I I think you're right that it's it's pretty close between uh between Russ and uh and Yasmani. I I will say that Yasmani out of the two guys, he hit 31 home runs in 2016, which I am by no stretch of the imagination saying that he was good that year. I think uh, any of us who thought that, including myself at the time, I don't know if I really liked Tomas that much, but I, I think I thought he was, uh, you know, a passable major leaguer, someone who would probably stick around for a while. Um, but what sticks out to me is that even in that season where Tomas, you know, batted 272, slugged over 500, hit 31 home runs, he was worth negative 0.9 wins above replacement in that season <laughs> in his best season he hit 31 home runs he slugged over 500 he oh was still God. a below replacement level player and the reason for that of course is that his defense was that atrocious right especially yeah. remember that whole third base experiment Derek where we were trying oh. to convince ourselves that you know Tomas and Jake Lamb were in this heated battle for third base and Tomas just couldn't field the position, and and he frankly couldn't really field a corner outfield position very competently either. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, what the team was thinking at the time. Um, there were a few people who were on board. I think there was uh, even at the time, along with those quotes that you're talking about, where people were supportive, mostly people within the Diamondbacks organization, uh, but outside of the organization. I think I, I remember at the time there being some criticism, some people being a little bit unsure if, if Tomas was really as good as the Diamondbacks thought he was. And uh, I mean, the rest, the rest is, is history. I mean, it was uh, especially those last couple years when uh, I respect the Diamondbacks for not feeling like they had to play Tomas at the big league level because they were paying him so much. Uh, but I think the last year of his deal was 17 and a half million. I want to say, and that's just a lot of money to pay a guy who's not even on your on your major league roster. So, they're they're both uh, both of those moves are are pretty bad. Yeah, I I uh, I don't know what to say about either of them other than um, 
I'm glad that they're both in the past, and I'm glad that neither Russ one of those Ortiz, guys... like at least like he was an all star, and he had some. You know, I mean, he won 21 games in 03 with the Braves. You know, like there was some some history there. Like you kind of feel like with that move, the D backs uh, kind of maybe got a little bit unlucky or something. Uh, just that he wasn't as good when he when he came over to Arizona. But the Tomas deal was just like. Yeah, the rest of the league didn't really seem to want this guy very much, and the Diamondbacks really did, and, and paid him probably way more than he would have gotten from another team. So it's it's a pretty pretty serious malpractice. <laughs> I I like the way you phrase that. Well, um, tell you what about about this Yasmani Tomas deal. Uh, we'll have a little bit more information on it, believe it or not, on gophnx.com. I'll be writing a little piece on this and. I might just be doing it just for just for the petty purpose of bringing up some of these freezing cold takes that were once said about Yasmani Tomas. <laughs> I would enjoy reading a piece that just <laughs> is literally just laughing at what so many people at the time said. It's kind of well, a cheap game to play, but it, it, it'd be kind of a fun game to play too. <laughs> that's exactly what you're probably going to get from me. So uh, make sure to sign up for gophnx.com. That way you don't miss it. Go over to gophnx.com right now. Sign up to become a member. You can sign up to become an annual member, and you'll get that uh, free T-shirt from the phnxlocker.com. I am wearing one right now, very proudly, mostly because it's sold out over at phnxlocker.com, and no matter Ooh. how much you wanted it, you couldn't get it. And so that's – I love rubbing – well, that, like that's that not true, faces. Derek. How, how, much, how much would someone have to offer you for you to mail them your shirt? Oh, not very much. Not very much, Jesse. Okay, so want, it is available. If, that's what you're if saying. You, if you want this Coyotes <laughs> cutout shirt in an extra large that's slightly used, uh, you definitely can DM me a, <laughs> an unreasonable offer, and I will accept it, and I, I happily mail it out to you. I'll even send you an autographed 8x10. Uh, but you have to sign up to become a member in order to do that. Uh, it's a members-only offer is what <laughs> sure, I'm saying. Sure, sure. Yeah. So <laughs> sign up to become a member. You get that annual membership. You get another free T-shirt. You buy this T-shirt from me. You'll get the autographed 8x10 for free. Free shipping on the shirt I'm sending you, but an unreasonable price on the cost of the shirt if you're buying it from me. If you're buying it from phnxlocker.com, it's going to be a much more reasonable price. $30. You can get sticker packs for $5.00. Do all of that over at PHNX Locker. But most importantly, sign up to become a member at gophnx.com. If you don't want the annual membership, I don't know why you wouldn't. But if you just want to check us out, make sure we're cool, you know, all that kind of stuff, go over and get that month-to-month -month option, and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Uh, I, I think it's worth it. I think most of you uh, will put that in a little candy machine and turn it for a giant bubblegum ball. So you can do that for one month of gophnx.com. Uh, Jesse. Our friend Patrick Lyons is up to he's he's up to trouble again in the Discord, isn't he? <laughs> he is. Yeah, Patrick Lyons asked uh, one one of the uh, we've been asked a lot of great questions over these last few months, but th this one is uh, this one's pretty great. Um, Patrick says, "Have the D-backs ever changed the dimensions of Chase Field before?" That was his first question, and then secondly, and this is really the the big one, um, could. The mayor and the man beast, a.k.a. Maxwell, Jesse Friedman, which is apparently what Patrick calls me now, uh, discuss what it would be like if the pool and hot tub in right field were in the field of play, like the monuments in center field at the original Yankee Stadium, which, uh, full disclosure, I had no idea 
what that was referring to until Derek told me about it before we hopped on the air. So, so Derek and, and I, I imagine some of our audience members may not may not know what this was about either. Can you explain to the people about the monuments in center field at the original Yankee Stadium? This blew sh- my mind. I sure can, Jesse. Yes, at the old Yankee Stadium before they decided to change the dimensions and put them behind a wall, there used to be uh, mom- uh, monuments on the field to just on the field, not, not in foul territory, just right on the field (laughs) at the time they were, they were actually located, believe it or not in center field is where they were originally located kind of by a flagpole out there. Um, (laughs) Wait, there's uh, a flagpole on the field. There was a flag. Yeah. There's, there's kind of by a flagpole. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But it was Babe Ruth. It was, of course it was the Yankee greats, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig. And of course, Everybody's favorite Yankee great Miller Huggins, uh, and no so... idea who Miller Huggins is. No, no clue. <laughs> right, a few people do. Um, and they were literally like I don't know what you could describe them as. I'm sure you've seen them in pictures. Uh, giant tombstones, kind of with uh, images, uh, kind of protruding of the players on them. You know, on like a yeah, their faces, with yeah, their faces uh, with like you know stuff about them on it. Uh, and it was absolutely inexplicably in play. <laughs> I just can't like that's just such a boneheaded idea. I just don't understand how that how was that like that for a long time? Is that like a um, long period of time of, of the original Yankee Stadium? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I don't believe so. I'm just um, trying to picture Yankee center fielders. Like, like, why would you even want those on the field? I mean, they're for the fans, right? The fans are going to be the ones wanting to read the plaques. I don't think the the Yankee center fielder is going to waltz over there and you know learn some Yankees history while he's fielding a fly. I ball mean, just... I kind of feel like that's what it was meant for. It was meant for like young players that were excited about the game to kind of just take a tour of like the, what the Yankees were all about while they're out there playing an actual MLB baseball game. But right. Uh, right. I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't explain it. Uh, but to Jesse's point, or I'm sorry, excuse me, to Patrick's point, um, Chase Field, originally Bank One Ballpark, of course, as how who could forget that? Who could forget that's why we named our, our mascot a Bobcat is because the nickname of the stadium that no one could foresee possibly changing due to stadium rights changing or names of companies changing, decided to actually name our mascot after the short nickname of the ballpark for a short amount of time. First retractable roof over a natural grass playing surface in the United States, by the way. Um, I don't believe that there were any fundamental dimension changes. I do know there's been capacity changes. So it's always hovered around 48,000 at one time between 2002 and 2007, it was up to 49,000. Um, and its lowest has been 48,418. And now it's around 48,405, which is where it's currently at. Um, so not a lot of huge changes to the seating or anything like that. But uh, I'm more interested in the second part of his question, not the first part. Hmm. Yeah, the I'm second part of his question is is pretty. That's yeah. that's where the money is. <laughs> I am more interested in discussing uh, the pool and the hot tub 
being in play at Chase Field. So we could put right a fence now, around it, right? Like one of those safety fences that people no, have in their backyard. Absolutely not. Absolutely, absolutely not. Did you ever play uh, Mutant League football on video game systems when you were a kid? Because on that game, no, they're just no, they didn't. just have some of the fields, they just have holes in the field. And you have to worry about your little football players running into the holes. Same concept here. Pool, hot tub, both in play, meaning you can cross through them. You can dive into the pool to go after a ball that maybe either lands in the pool or trickles, you know, on like a runner. Um, you could just hang out in the hot tub if you're ballsy enough, if you're confident enough in your ability and your skills <laughs> to pop out of the hot tub and go track down a fly ball. Um, yeah, that's allowable. Didn't play. Can you imagine the highlight reels like of players diving into the pool after a ball? I can. That I would can. be that would be incredible. I would love to see visiting players show up wearing like diving caps, you know, like the swimming caps and maybe like a little nose plug. Goggles. <laughs> yes, goggles. Yes. Yes. Right? Like a right fielder shows up, boom. Uh, Olympic, you know, swimming cap like they do in, in the Olympics for the speed swimming. Uh, goggles, little thing, towel. You know, like you do when you go out to the pool, you know, he's ready. He comes out with a towel and he sets it like on a little hook. Um, I don't know. Do they still have to wear like the full uniform? Like, is there like a swimsuit, like alteration of the team's uniform that the center fielder is allowed to wear? Great question, Jesse. Uh, I'd I'd say we could go with like a a swimsuit. uh, Okay. Because here's the thing. Sometimes they're going to have to dive after a ball in the pool or in the hot tub. Then they're going to have to get out and play. you know, baseball, right? Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. they're going to need some time. sort of wetsuit, something to keep them warm because it's going to get cold, right? Roofs closed on a, on a, yeah, the on, air on a summer night, yeah. air conditioning's on full blast. That's going to get cold really fast. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's going to be diving for that, that towel before he's diving for a fly ball coming his way. So we want to make sure that we're taking into consideration the right fielder's health. Um, not so much about the diving in the pool or breaking their ankles or something tripping um, in it. But again, see, this is where the hot tub is very valuable. After you make a play in the pool, boom, you pop into the hot tub for a minute uh, in between plays and then warm yourself up right out. That's see, you, you, people think the hot tub is just like a luxury item. Like, oh, there's the Diamondbacks toting their wealth over us with their hot tub. No. Uh, if 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 the pool is going to be in play, the hot tub is going to be a critical part of this entire situation. <laughs> Gosh. I've thought this through quite a bit, Jesse. Trust me, I've always wanted to see this. I've I've wanted to see someone at least uh, make such a leaping catch in right field that they went over the wall and landed in the pool. That actually, yeah, I mean, like theoretically, that should be possible, right? I mean, guys, theoretically, that fairly frequently. There's probably a little bit of a. There's probably a little bit of space in between, uh, like the edge of the fence and where the pool starts. I imagine, yeah, for safety no, purposes. Yeah, they, I mean, yeah, there is. That. There's some. There's like some seats there. There's some chairs there. Um, right, so yeah, I know right. What you're saying, right. Um, so those those swimsuit uniforms. Those swimsuit uniforms would would sell like crazy, probably. Oh my god! I mean, if yes. if they made an alteration of the uniform yes. that was a swimsuit, I I yeah. think people would be all over that. Just a one piece, like almost like a romper. Or a romp him, you know? yeah. <laughs> but made out of like, like moisture wicking material, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. or like again, some sort of insulating, you know, wetsuit type material. Uh, you have to zip it up from the back. That's part of it. Is that the zippers <laughs> on the back? 
<laughs> one of those deals. Uh, and when the center fielder comes up to hit, they just look kind of ridiculous, unlike everyone else on the sure. field. But well, it's be because amazing. they're wearing flippers. I mean, <laughs> they... they're running the bases with flippers. Oh my yeah. god. They're flippers with cleats, though. I'm not going to make them slip around. Yeah, out there, oh right? yeah, they got that would be bottoms on the bottom. They, yeah, they still got spikes. Yeah, we are going to invent an entire new genre of shoes just for this pool, Jesse. It's going to be great. We're going to make money. Uh, it's going to be like a hybrid, you know, like one of those toe shoes, but with like fins on it. I don't know. I'll have to draw <laughs> something up, but we'll figure. Yeah, it out. we can we can pitch this to the uh, PHNX Locker uh, designer people, right? Absolutely. And, I mean, Absolutely. If the, if the team's not going to do it, then, you know, we can still take care of business and, and give the people what they want. So, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what we can cook up on that front. <sighs> you know, now the baseball season's going to start and the pool's going to have a fence around it and it's just, it's not going to be the same, you know, no. it's just, no, mm. now we're destined oh, well. to be just disappointed the moment we yeah. walk in the stadium. Yeah. Like, on their home opener it's just not yeah. going to feel right in there we have we have this beautiful image in our minds and it's just it's not going to come to fruition i can feel it great job patrick way to make us feel bad about ourselves all over yeah again. yeah this that's is, just what we needed is... we needed someone else to drag us down further yeah. that's what we were looking for this is patrick with his hair all over again this is what this is right just yes yeah just making me realize how good i don't have it once again but thank you so much patrick and uh yeah uh if you haven't ever played mutant league football go check that out right now because yeah, that's, priority. Yeah, that's incredible <laughs> i play i played a lot of backyard baseball backyard football backyard oh backyard all those of those are, greatest. Are, are great yeah i don't remember any uh I don't remember any swimming pools on uh, on the field of play in no, backyard baseball, no. but there, there were some very there yeah there there sure. definitely should have been there were some pretty unique uh, stadium designs though I I remember some pretty bizarre uh, things happening in in backyard baseball so yeah it's um, it's it's a great game but it absolutely needed a pool level have you ever played like pool baseball uh, in any way where you like hit like maybe i don't know we've used like noodles people do that pool well i played pool basketball like that's a thing we used to do it like you know we'd set up kind of on the corner of a rectangular pool we made bases as best as we could and then like after you hit like a um we we do like a blow up beach ball with like pool noodles and then after you hit you had to jump in the pool and swim to each base so that's how okay that's uh it was fun it was fun yeah I think we did it that you like had to throw and hit the person with the uh, with with the ball to get him out. But it's a it's a fun variation. See, this is something we can also set up in the pool out there. We'll figure something out, turn yes. that little pool into a baseball diamond. We'll get games of uh, pool noodle uh football or baseball they they should they should really like the in-between inning like little fun games that they play you know i think we're all a little tired of like the card matching Mm. game that they've been playing for so long we need some we need some pool games i think that's what i think that's what they need the especially the card game people just get booed on that jesse it's relentless they're so when they're when they're bad at it they're so bad and people don't People don't let them slide. They just they just boo them. Oh, I feel terrible. Well, I boo. I join there's in. So I much, start booing. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard not to be judgmental of people when they when they're just like like what they're like. It just makes no sense. Like it's it just was two. So it was it was two. What are you doing? You know, it was five and two. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of is uh, those those like ads on social media about like new like iPhone games that you can play. And, oh, yeah. and 
And like the little video that they show you, the little video preview of the game <laughs> is someone who is impossibly bad at the game. Purposefully terrible. Just yes. like you're like, give it to me. Give it to yeah. me. Let me do it. I'll show you how to do it. Exactly. I exactly. will save the little king from the fire. I will, I will make his fire work in this game. I promise. Give it to me. Let me do it. Right. Yep. That's what they want from us, Jesse. They want us to get frustrated and download it just to prove we can do it. And then they won, really, and we lost. That's that's what happens there. And then, like you said, you pay your 99 cents for that? And that's uh, you pay, and I'm supposed no, to feel see, good about paying 99 cents. cents? I, won't, no, I won't do it. You can play all not. the ad videos you want, but if it's 99 cents, I am out. <laughs> <laughs> Hard pass. Well, Hard pass. We, <laughs> we thank you guys so much for checking out the show. Uh, obviously, you can follow us on Twitter and get more about how much we won't pay for apps on there. Uh, I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. That is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't forget to go to PHNXlocker.com. Of course, we have some amazing new shirts. Of course, they're beautiful. And of course, you can get them for $29.99. Uh, over there get that sticker pack too don't forget like i said someone that's putting in an order hit me up i need a sticker pack too i forgot to get one but uh there's that bird gang shirt right in time for the nfl playoffs let's go cardinals let's get this win let's bring home a super bowl let's do it let's do it this is our year uh go get that merch so that way you're ready for monday night's game and all the other games that they're gonna have to play during these playoffs leading up to the super bowl uh but again that is over at phnxlocker.com. If you sign up for an annual membership at GoPHNX, you will get one of those shirts for absolutely free. Uh, also, our code at DraftKings Sportsbook is PHNX over there as well. Don't forget, it's a huge weekend. I'm not joking. I'm not kidding. It's not hyperbole. Uh, these are the biggest offers they've ever made. And if you're a new customer, you need to get in on it. So go over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, uh, Again, thank you guys so much for listening. If you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there if you haven't done so already and drop us a five-star review. Professor Friedman is absolutely a five-star man. I think he's grading papers right now as we speak while we're also doing this show. It's fine I'm week, totally, man. I'm this fine is, with that. Uh, I'm fine with that. to be a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. <laughs> shout out by the way speaking of cardinals and teachers and grading papers in the press box. Uh shout out to our friend Jess Root. Uh, yeah, he is a, uh, a big, uh, he's big a Spanish time. teacher, I think. He's right? a Spanish teacher, and he also covers the Arizona Cardinals. Does a great job of that. Um, but he also uh, <laughs> there was a great picture. I think Johnny Venerable took of him in the press box, uh, grading his papers, be, waiting for that uh, big, big game to start for the final game of the season. So, shout out to our friends who are media, but also teachers. You guys are doing uh, some great work, and we appreciate you guys for doing it. Uh, obviously, like I said, you follow us on Twitter, follow us on all this stuff, go over to YouTube, subscribe to us there, get uh, notifications. That way you don't miss any of this content from our PHNX team because it's coming and our teams are getting good. Uh, this baseball season's happening. Hockey is hockey. Look, let's be honest about that. But the merch for the Coyotes, again, they don't deserve the merch. The merch is killer. Yeah. The so go quality back to of, of uh, Craig Morgan just as a human being. Uh, plus PD, plus Leah. They're really all oh, great people. Man. And yeah. the merch, it more than compensates for the lack of, of uh, we'll just say competence on the- Yeah, uh, it was success. The, yeah. We'll say competitiveness, yeah, whatever you want yeah, to say. Just, Jesse's trying to be nice, but let's be honest. The team sucks, uh, but they said <laughs> they were going to suck before the season started. So God bless them for 
you know, sticking around. God bless all the Coyotes fans for supporting this team and showing them the love. It's tough. This home situation with them is, is kind of growing to be ridiculous. And I think the biggest thing here is it's starting to trend more and more like people want to see this team leave town. And I know our diehard fans and our Coyotes uh, community here in Arizona absolutely doesn't want that. I don't want that. I absolutely love hockey and I want to keep it here in the desert. So let's make sure to support this team through this tough time. Uh, and again, Diamondbacks too. When the season starts, we need to show up for these guys as well. So, uh, but most importantly, most importantly, we need you guys to show up for us. And you did that. So thank you so much for being here, checking out this episode on behalf of Jesse and myself. We appreciate you so much. Uh, and remember kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you can bet on it.